All right, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of the Crack Pit podcast. And I've with me today another special guest from the Magic Men crew. And this is his stage name is Jay Lamb, but I have Josh on the podcast with me today. So, Josh, big welcome. Welcome to the Crack Pit. Awesome. Thanks, Damien. Um, or Irish. Um, <laughs> no, we, we've been uh, talking for about five, six weeks um, to do a podcast. So, it's, it's really good to finally get on it. Um, I know since Melbourne's reopened, which is probably what six or seven weeks ago, everyone's been absolutely flat out. So um, no, it's good, man. We finally we had a we had a false start maybe two weeks ago, but um, it's good to finally to finally get on it. So I appreciate yeah. your time as well. And um, and to everyone's listening, it's um, I think I have maybe a bit of a boring life sometimes, but it's always uh, <laughs> it's always cool to kind of explain um to kind of explain it, go through it, and and share my journey with you guys. So. Thank you yeah. so much. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, and that's what we're going to dig into today. It's like, um, oh, can you, am I breaking up a little bit for you, Emma? Hold on now. No, I think you're, I think you're pretty good, so. Yeah, because uh, just in case, and if, if, if it is breaking up, boys and germs, I do apologize. I may have to transfer over to my phone um, uh, Wi-Fi because we're, I'm having issues with my Wi-Fi at home. We're doing this today via Zoom because we, ha- as, as Jay was saying there, we, we have tried to tee this up so many times face-to-face. The plan was to do a training session and then do a podcast. But yeah, since Melbourne has opened back up, you've been flat out. Like, I didn't realize how flat out I was going to be. And it's just been, you know, to get that big block of time just to do these sort of things is hard. So we'll, we'll get the podcast done today via Zoom and we will hit up a gym session on a separate day. Yeah, done. <laughs> giddy up, giddy up. So listen, let's let's get into this. Let's, let's get back to the, the basics for Jay. Like, um, you're a Melbourne lad, yes? Yeah, yeah. So I've been in Melbourne for about four and a half years. So, okay. Yeah, so it's um that's pretty uh pretty pretty good journey. I think three and a half of those years I've been part of Magic Men. Mm. Um, so that first year I was uh didn't really know too many people, but um I've de- I've definitely yeah probably the last three and a half years I've kind of uh yeah it's like who haven't I met? <laughs> yeah, there you go. And Melbourne, come here, so. where were you before? Did you uh, like always in Australia, or did you move to Melbourne from some like Queensland or someplace? Where did, where were you before this? So I, I grew up most of my life in Canberra. Um, I've lived like kind of a few places when I was when I was younger, but most like my kind of my schooling life, I, I, I lived in Canberra. Um, so my my mum's originally from Canberra, um, like Canberra Adelaide, and my dad's actually Indian, so a bit of a bit of bit of a mix. So <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I, I lived in Sydney for maybe about two years in my early twenties. Um, moved back to Canberra. For another maybe a year or two and i think i was about 26 when i moved to when i moved to melbourne so okay and what what made you move to melbourne what was the what was the decider for you why do you go okay i've had enough camber now it's time for me to move to melbourne and see what the big city ha- holds for me yeah well it's it kind of been an interesting story um i remember i kind of um I, I i never thought of canberra as like a place i wanted to kind of um to, kind of, to stay it was always a bit of a i know all the, all the people that are like, I live, like I still got a lot of good mates and stuff live there, but it's kind of like everyone goes to that path. It's like they either kind of like get the family life. I mean, they, they sell down. It's a bit of a, it's a bit of a kind of a boring, like nine to five kind of life, have the, have the kids, do all that. And I, I was always in my back of mind. I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I was in the back of my mind. Like, that's not the life I wanted to live. Um, so I'd kind of moved back the second time back to Canberra um, for a girl I was, I was, I was dating for a couple of years. 
Um, and we kind of broke up, like had a bit of a, bit of a bad breakup, I suppose. Um, so I was a bit, I was a bit down, um, probably feeling sorry for myself for a couple of months. And then um, I was actually just kind of catching up with a few mates, um, like two of my best mates, um, we're kind of just um, actually uh, having a bit of a bit of a smoke and a bit of a bit of a laugh. Excellent. And I literally just popped in my head, man. Um, like I think I'd probably been to Melbourne maybe three times in my life before that. I'd always kind of go up like up north, like to Queensland or Sydney or like kind of like a warmer a warmer client, uh, climate. And just this idea was just like I'm I'm moving to Melbourne, and I pretty much just blurted it out. Okay. They just popped in my head, and my mate, like to my, to my mates, they just start, they just started pissing themselves laughing. They're like, "Dude, you're not, like, you're not moving to Melbourne." I was like, "I was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do it." So, <laughs> so I think this was like a Sunday night. Um, I that Monday I kind of woke up. I was like, "Yeah, no, I'm, I've, I've said it. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go do this." Um, so I called my boss. Um, I was working, for, still doing what I'm doing for a full time job, which is site managing. But I was, I was pretty new into that at that time. Mm-hmm. Um. I basically called him, had a real honest conversation to him. I was like, look, um, just kind of the way my life's going. I'm, I'm, I need a bit of a change. Like, I, I definitely want to stay in this company, do what I'm doing. But I feel I need to, like, I, I want to, yeah, I, I need to get out of get out of Canberra. Um, is there a position, like, in Melbourne or another state? Um, he kind of put me on to the general manager in, in Victoria. Um, same thing, kind of had a, had a real honest conversation with him. I think I flew down. Maybe it was, like, the Wednesday or the Thursday for the day. Met all the guys um i was just like, like yeah this is cool and then i think it was like two weeks later i was uh, i was living i had got an airbnb for two weeks in in uh on turak road in south yarra and i was i was living in melbourne so wow <laughs> I, I i knew a few people here i didn't know a lot um so kind of the people i did know they were kind of people that were from canberra um like one of my best mates pat um always one of my best mates now um I was, like I've, I've known him for like a long time, but I wasn't really, really close to him. Yeah. Um, kind of he moved down here maybe a year earlier and um, it kind of worked out the time, like when I was finishing that at the Airbnb, their old housemate was moving out. So I ended up jumping in, jumping in with him in Brunswick. And um, yeah, I was just kind of like, man, it's just, it's just, it's just meant to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, that, I think that was March, 2017. So it's, yeah, just so going on five, five years ago. So. Okay. So not long ago at all. And, you know, that, that the decision, that decision was made on a Sunday night in the plume of a fucking marijuana smoke, chatting with mates. And was it the following Thursday, like literally four days later that you were? Yeah. Having- yeah. Yeah. I, I went down, I was a Wednesday or the Thursday. I went down um, to like basically to meet the team in Melbourne. Um, and then maybe uh, two weeks after that, I was officially moved into Melbourne. And wow. so from that decision to like moving all my stuff, um, kind of getting the transfer, getting getting everything sorted, I'd say two and a half weeks. So, Do you know what? You know, like I have a similar story when it came to me coming to Australia. Like Australia was somewhere I was always on my mind to come to when I was traveling, but I'd been on cruise ships for a long time. And I finished up on cruise ships. I didn't even unpack my fucking uh, backpack. I just, with the money I'd made, I went into the travel agents, I booked my flights to um, uh, Australia one way. And it was like that. I only spent two weeks at home once I finished <laughs> a nine month contract on ships and bang, gone to Australia. Sometimes I, I feel if it comes to making a decision to do something or just to do something at all, just fucking do it. Don't, don't drag it out. Don't like, don't make it this long, laborious thing, kind of thinking about it, trying to plan it because there's so much shit that can creep in, so many doubts and 
you know, as I think it it sounded like what kicked the kickstarted for you was a bit of a breakup, you know, a breakdown of relationship. You know, you 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 followed love and then the love broke down and then you're like, oh fuck this! It's time for Jay to do something for himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, exactly, man. Like, um, and you got to exactly strike while the iron's hot because. I suppose the longer you leave something, the more like that kind of negative voice in your head goes, oh, you can't do this. Like it's too much hard work or it's like you maybe what, what if it doesn't work out there? Like, and you, you start getting that negative thing, like the, the negative things, which I suppose in, in hindsight, I kind of told myself, I was like, look, I'll give myself six months, think of it as a, as a working holiday. But I know the week, the weekend I, I, I moved here, I think we went to the, um, what, St. Kilda. Like, so one of my best mates, um, he's actually in, in, in Ghana now. Um, he came down, like he drove down with me. We spent like the week, like the weekend and we caught with my other mate Pat and we just, just had like an awesome weekend. I was just like, man, this, this place is home, man. I was like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not moving, <laughs> I'm not moving back. Um, yeah. So, but exactly what you said, man, sometimes you need that bit of that push or something and heart, sometimes heartbreak or sometimes like a, um, something really bad for you is the best thing at the time. Like, sorry, at the time you think it's the worst thing, but it's actually something really good because, Maybe I wouldn't have moved if everything was going well in my life. I, I would have been like, oh, yeah, it's all right. Maybe, maybe I'll move next year. And then obviously next year turns the year after and the year after it doesn't happen. Do you know what I mean? So before you know what you've created a, a, a bubble for yourself, that's become super safe and super comfortable. And then that's it. Nothing happens. And then you look back in years to come and you're like, fuck, I regret not even going to have a look and have, and just trying it out. Because at the end of the day, like me, me moving to Australia isn't finite. Like it's not the end. Like, you know, it doesn't mean I can't go back to Ireland or I can't, mm. even, or I can't live somewhere else. It's not the fucking end. I've been here 12 years now. But yeah. I haven't I haven't sentenced myself to say, right, now that I'm in Australia, that's it. Well, well, you would think that's kind of the way it's gone with COVID last year because no one can travel fucking anywhere. But it's not finite. It's not it's not the end of the journey. It's just the start of a new. Yeah, no, 100%. I kind of like that idea as well where you're not tied down to that thing and it's always like, look, whatever happens, I, I could always move somewhere else so I could go do, do, do something which you can like there's we live in like i suppose we're so lucky in this um this day and age with technology and all that like there's um you don't always realize at the time but the opportunity is is, is limitless basically like if you want to do something you put your mind to doing something you, you can do it and it's not maybe oh i've lost you there now I just yes yeah, sorry i've lost you there i'm just going to quickly transfer over to my iphone wi-fi um, sorry, folks, if you are listening for the moment. Yeah, hold on. I have you back. Jay, are you there again? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm here. Yeah, so sorry, because I lost you there for a second, but I've transferred over to my iPhone Wi-Fi. The fucking, the old school trick, put your phone as close to the window <laughs> as pro- possible because the reception <laughs> through the window must be much better. But come here, I just missed what, what you were saying there last. Can you repeat that for me? Um, I think I just, yeah, just basically saying... Um, like I like the idea of not being locked into something. Um, so just say if you want to, an opportunity kind of comes up or or something comes up, you can kind of just be like, look, I'm just taking the leap, and um, you're not you're not you're not held down. Um, so I've probably lost my train of thought. As <laughs> that's all right. That's all. Right. We'll come back around to it. But I wanted to ask come you next. Around. Is is um basically have you other family here, or is all your family still back in camera? Canberra, right. Uh, so, yeah, so my, my immediate family is, is back in Canberra. Um, I don't actually have 
uh, any yeah, any family in Victoria. So actually, I, I just think I've got a cousin in Ballarat, but look, to be honest, I probably I'm probably a bad cousin on as well because I haven't seen him since the time I've been here. Yeah. But um, but no, I I'm 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 probably not overly, if I'm being honest, not overly close to like my to my cousins, uh, uncles, nannies, but my my immediate family, I am like I'm I'm really close. Like I stay in contact with them a lot. Um, like I talk to them, I talk to each of them at least once a week, um, once a fortnight. But um, yeah, none of them none of them live here, so. Yeah. So for Christmas now, I, and this podcast that we're doing, it, it's just the 11th of December. So I don't know when people will be listening to this, but it's coming up to Christmas. Will you go back to Canberra for Christmas or will you stay around Melbourne? Um, so I, I will be going back on the 1st of January. I'm going to Canberra. I'm just going to do a bit of traveling. Yeah, with a few friends and, uh, and my partner. Um, a bit of an orphan's, an orphan's Christmas. Um, but yeah, I'll be this. I think I've booked my flights for the obviously. There's a bit of unknown with all this COVID stuff, but um, mm. fingers crossed. I am going on the first for about five six days to, to Canberra, so nice. it'll be good to see you, man. I haven't uh, I haven't seen my mum for a little while. I think my dad came down to Melbourne in between the lockdowns. I think it was April, April or May, um, and I haven't seen my sister for about a year as well. So it'd be oh, good wow. to be, be good to good to see them all. Absolutely, well overdue, well overdue, yeah, definitely. Um, and you mentioned you had the partner. Because first of all, I want to ask Jay, what what age are you? So I'm probably one of the older guys. Um, I'm 32, so I turned 32. Well, if you're not as old as me, I'm 30 fucking seven. <laughs> no, you Can look you... good though for 37. So. Oh, thank you very much. That was, I was fishing for compliments. You're, wait, you're waiting for that. <laughs> yeah, of course I was. <laughs> no, I, I, I do like, you probably get that as well. Like, um, I do like saying my age to people and then people are like, no, you're not. Or like, they, they don't believe it. It's kind of it's about uh, self-esteem boost. Absolutely. Well, Jay, the way I put it to you is like that was happening to me two or three years ago where people, when I would say I'm 35 or like maybe even into 36, they're like, oh, you don't look your age. Now, when I say I'm 37, (laughs) they just say nothing. They're like, oh, and it's like, oh, fuck, I've actually grown into my age. (laughs) (laughs) Look at this receding hairline, like, holy fuck. And I'm growing a yarmulke. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But come here, you mentioned that you have a partner. So you've been doing Magic Men for four years. How long have you been with your partner? Uh, Just over two. So about two, two and a bit. So Okay. So you've been with your partner while you've been doing Magic Men. Yeah. Look, like, I I, I do try and keep it separate. um, So it's kind of like there is a bit of the J side and the, and, um, and Josh, but I, I suppose for the last the last kind of few months, I've kind of just been like, I suppose with working, like you want to kind of keep, it's like almost like keeping a, a separate life. Um, obviously, like the, the, I think from from what we were saying is like you want to kind of um, like kind of pass off that you're single. Um, you want it like that kind of party life, whereas it's kind of like I'm. Yeah. But I, I think as as it's kind of times when I've kind of been like, look, it's I, I am both. I'm Jay. I'm Josh. Um, and just, just kind of, just kind of being. I'm probably more. Jay is probably more my actual personality, um, rather than than than, than Josh anyway. Like the serious guy at work. Um, so, but um, no, I do have a very a very special partner. Um, I don't really post a lot of her on social. Yeah. Damn, I've lost you again. Sorry, folks. Um, I've I've just it's dropped out. Let me just check my. Jay, can you hear me? I've I've lost you there briefly now again. So let me see my um. Obviously, the window isn't working as well as I thought it was going to work. Sorry, Jay, you're, are you back there now? You are. Yes, I can see. 
Yeah. Sorry, I've lost, like, so sorry about that now. Um, I've lost you again. So, sorry, I lost you when you were saying you kept, you keep um, your, you, uh, you, you keep your, uh, obviously, personality and from your profile separate and you don't post a lot about your partner. That's where I lost you. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, uh, but basically what Will and, I think uh, I was listening to Will's um, podcast yes, uh, last night. Um, I suppose we got like as a as a male entertainer, like kind of want to have that illusion that you you're single. It's kind of like I suppose it kind of fulfills the fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't really want to be posting like kind of like lovey dovey kind of things. And and as well, like I, I I love social media. I think it's great, but there also is that kind of like negative side as well to it. So I know I like to kind of keep that. I know the, the things that really like I really like. Like I, I don't really post things about my family and stuff either, or like or over, overly personal personal things all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just like to keep that a bit separate. So yeah. And can I can I like obviously you're with your partner for quite a while now, so it's she understands um, what the story is. Um, so like for a lot of partners, they maybe like they they kind of sometimes want to be posted. They kind of this this is and like you said. Uh, social media is a blessing and a fucking curse. We never had, I didn't grow up with social media. You know, like if you were going out with someone, my mom, parents were going out, they weren't posting shit about each other. They were taking a photo at maybe yeah. family gatherings and at weddings and maybe going on holidays. That was it. But now partners kind of expect to be plastered all over each other's um, social media. But obviously that's not something that you participate in. And how, does your is your partner okay with that? Or obviously she is, but like what's the what was the conversation around that? Yeah, cool. So um I think my generation was like the first, like when we were kind of um I think it was like was it, do you remember Bebo or High Five? I, I do, <laughs> yes, I remember I, Bebo. I, I remember like my, my my first girlfriend, like we'd kind of have the initials and stuff on our name or like our MSN, what was it? Um our MSN name, but um I, I think so um my partner like she's she's pretty like understanding and she kind of realizes it is a business um but she has her own business as well where i suppose like um like in the in the beauty beauty industry and a lot of her clients are male so she does like um, the, like the tattoo hairlines and all that and i suppose it's kind of a similar thing like she's a good looking good looking girl she it probably she probably not uses her looks to, to get clients but it, it, exactly it wouldn't hurt it wouldn't hurt um her so i'm trying to think of how to say it <laughs> um, just say it man just say it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> trying to sound all polit- politically correct and all that but um sex but, sells um, like you know, be yeah, like, you know you're, I mean? you're a good looking fella like and you, you you've set up your new business now with the teeth whitening and you know yeah. it helps definitely that you've a great set of delf yourself you know so you're using your you're using what you what god's given you to market yeah, yourself yeah. what's wrong with that yeah exactly exactly and, and as you kind of realize like um i suppose you kind of go from that employee kind of mindset where you go to work you do your thing um and, and you clock off to to to, to what, what is now is like we're basically our own brand so absolutely it's like everything you do everything you post potentially is something you're selling or like is is like a marketing tool so um so same with yourself, man. Your online, your online PT. You can't. You, you you have to be like accountable for yourself before you can. So people like that's that's the biggest selling point. So um, you can't really have, walk around with a dad board if you're saying I'll get you shredded in in six weeks type thing. So 
Exactly. Exactly. You're your own marketing nowadays. Definitely. I found social media has definitely changed the way a lot of things operate. Like look at the company Magic Men as well. And we'll get into more of, of that, like what goes on in Magic Men as well in a second. But look at that company. Like it, it's it's 110 percent social media driven. Like look at the Instagram stories. Like, first of all, all you boys that the, the main boys of the of the show like you're posting, you've got your own accounts where you're posting your personas up there. You have all these amazing pictures taken. You have like at, at the shows, there's easily about 20 phones on you at one time. And that's just from the other magic men employees tagging you guys. And it's just, it's, it's, it's a wild matrix of advertising the way the whole magic men company works, because I see it, there's the website there. And then mm-hmm. you have the, how you get tickets, but the in uh, the Instagram page and the social or the, the Facebook, it's just ridiculous. Like if, if you were to think back a couple of years ago, like how you would market your business, you'd be all you'd be thinking about like email list, like email lists and, you mm-hmm. know, send that shit out and create a nice, yeah, call calls and create a nice looking website. But now. It's all about having a kick-ass Instagram page or Facebook page. Mostly Instagram now. I think most people are on Instagram because it's super quick. You, you just scroll through. You see something funny, entertaining. Bang, you can like it. Move on to the next thing. It's yeah, crazy, well, isn't it? it, it yeah, definitely, man. It's another world. And I suppose being a bit older as well, like yourself, um, it doesn't really come natural natural to us. So it's definitely something I've kind of had to work on. I, I recently went to TikTok as well for for that reason, um, like seeing what Will has done, seeing what a few of the guys done. I'm just like, man, it's just a, um, it's just a, yeah, and it's the, the best way to grow your socials, like just how the, how the reach goes. And, um, it just opens your world up to so many possibilities as well. So. Absolutely. And, and so, yeah. So before we get into the magic, you, um, you're a site manager and you've been doing that like you were doing that back in Canberra. So how long have you been working in like would you call that construction? That's the construction industry, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, so site manager in the construction industry. Yeah. Um so basically uh, so I'd say most of my my adult life I've been I've been working construction for um like like one form or another. Mm-hmm. Um I did I took probably about a year and a bit off. Um I did some like kind of personal training stuff in my late teens, early 20s. Um probably wasn't really for me. Like I, I kind of figured I enjoyed training and working out rather than I, um, that I enjoyed, I can enjoy, enjoyed training people. Um, mm. And I, I probably realized like, like 18, 19, 20, you got so much to learn as well. Do you know what I mean? Like you can't really be like saying, you know, everything when you're like, man, I've, I've got so much to learn myself. So mm. um, I started to kind of put that on the back, back burner, for, like as um, more of a hobby, but um, yeah, I started kind of um, doing my uh, electrical and then I basically kind of got qualified. There was an opportunity to kind of um, to become a site manager, um, for one of the builders that I work for. Um, and yeah, it's one of the things I just kind of took, an op- took the opportunity, did that, um, did that about another year, just under a year in Canberra. And then opportunity kind of came to move to Melbourne and, um, and, I've, and I've, I've taken that. Um, I remember I was talking to you, I think I was talking to you earlier this year, like I am looking at... Um, finishing up this like i haven't i haven't got a date um but just to I be clear and just to be clear you're talking about finishing up in site management not magic men because yeah, correct, oh correct, jesus yeah. <laughs> have the audience that'll be listening to right now they'll be like no <laughs> <laughs> no carlos would probably kill me now <laughs> um 
Yeah, no, I definitely want to kind of finish up site managing. Like I, um, it, it is a good job. It's a good career, but I don't know. I kind of feel, especially with kind of COVID and, and, and like I've had a lot more time to think and like what I really want to do and kind of um, connect to who, who I am as a person and what makes me happy. And I think I just kind of, I just enjoy the freedom. And one of the things I, the things I love about Magic Man is, is you're there and you're going and you can put a smile on someone's face. Like you can make someone happy. You can make someone's, you can make someone's, um, someone's world by like literally by taking a photo with someone, like picking someone up, taking the photo, having a, like a, um, a one or two minute conversation with someone. And you can just see someone's face. Like, um, you know, you, you know it as well. Like you go pick up the hand or even, even just say um, there's a, there's a group and there's a, a grandma or something there. And yeah. just, just doing like that, or there's, um, there's someone from the LBGT community and you give them attention. It's, and there's those people that they don't probably get that much attention. And you just see that, that spark in their eye, how much, how much, how much happiness you bring them and, and enter that group. And I was just like, man, that's, that's something you don't get every day. Like that's mm-hmm. one of the best, that's one of the best feelings, feelings in the world. And I know in construction, um, I don't know if you've kind of worked in the, in the industry, but it's so bang, bang, bang. It's like, you have to make your, you have to make your, um, your budget, your timeline. It's such a ruthless industry. Um, where like p- trades will undercut other trades to get the work. And because and we're the sign manager, we're kind of in between that. Like we have the budgets we have to hit, but we have to push the trades to do that because we're handing over to the client and then we've got all the PPA, we've got all the paperwork. And, and, and you've got to be pretty ruthless to people as well. And that's something like I don't, I don't enjoy doing. Like I, if I have to send up for myself or if I have to, um, if I have to um, put something in line, like I'll, I'll do that. But I don't like on and being that that kind of angry guy or that guy that has to be like a, a bit of a stifler to people. So um, I, I think that's um, that's probably one of the main reasons I, I want to kind of do something different. And I think as well, just um, just the flexibility of being able to, to, to work your own hours and and do and and have time to do things you really enjoy. Like um, like I love kind of training and doing different like doing some boxing, doing some PT work. Uh, doing doing all that and when you're working like 10 hour days 11 hour days then you're trying to do your social media you're trying to do trying to fit all this like you can still do it but it's not it's not sustainable and then it comes to the weekend it's like i work as most saturdays i work during the day if i haven't worked the friday night with magic man and then like you know what a saturday night is is well a saturday a saturday the whole day basically like sometimes you get jobs at at at, at midday and it's just like it goes all the way probably to like midnight um it's just bang 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 um so I know, like, I, I probably known for a couple of years. Like, it's not like the site managing thing. I, I, I'd get to that point where I'd have to kind of give it up. Um, and I, I definitely, I definitely don't want to give up the magic man because it, it also leads to so many other opportunities. Like, I've, I've done like a bit of like modeling stuff where, um, I've done like a few like these um like book covers and stuff like that. The things like I never, never even yeah, thought yeah. possible. And I'm like, this is, this is, this is awesome. Like, I still. I still, I still pinch myself, um, doing cause, um, all the time, like I get, like I get paid pretty well to do these, but in my head, I'm like, man, I, I probably would have done this free to be honest. <laughs> cause like, I, it's, a, it's an, it's an awesome thing. And to look back, um, when you're, when you're older, be like, if I do have kids, it'll, it'll be awesome to show and be like, look, your, your dad wasn't always a, a boring old guy. Uh, he used to be pretty fun and <laughs> this, yeah. is what, this is what he looked like uh, a few years ago. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. Exactly. Like, you know, you're, you're living your life. I have always this st- uh, statement that I use with people. Drive it like you stole it. 
you know, I'm referring yeah. to life that way. And, you know, there's there's times when you do, if you if you live by that motto, you drive it like you took, you drive it like you stole it. You're going to fucking knock off a wing mirror. You're going to lose a bumper. You might dent the door, but by Jesus, you'll keep going. And and those those knocks, those dents, those are lessons, you know, and, uh, but it, it's still it's, you know, we're only getting one crack at the whip here. So mm-hmm. you might as well have fun. You might as well have fun. Yeah. So just to yeah. go into a little bit deeper into Magic Man, like you've been working with them now four years. Like, you know, you have, you have, am I right, two stage routines? Because I've seen, I've seen you come out wearing like the, the prisoner get up mm-hmm. and then you have the biker jacket get up as well. And, and I've seen you also, fuck, move over Jason Momoa, move in fucking <laughs> Jay Land, the fucking Aquaman. I've seen that persona as well. So how many, how many different personas have you created? So I, I, I basically just do the two. Look, I, I did do the Aquaman um, like twice, like I, maybe a couple of times on stage. But like if I'm, if I'm being like honest, like um, when you're performing, you want to be wearing something you're comfortable at. Um, and it just, it just, it's not comfortable like wearing a big, like kind of like a leather suit. It's really like kind of tight. Like have, have um, like I, I think it's awesome. Like it's awesome for like kind of shoots and, and all that, but performing wise, it just wasn't wasn't really practical. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm most just do the two, like kind of the convict and and the biker. Um, when I am doing privates, um, I've got a, I've got a few, like I do the cop, the fiery, um, tradie. Um, we always get a few like special requests. I think I've had one. I had to do a Harry Potter, so I've got. I oh I, really? I think I, I think I bought the. I probably ran that at a loss because I I bought the costume, decked it out. I was just like, oh, I did it, and I did the I did the one. <laughs> the, what? One what show, character but... were you from Harry Potter? You d- definitely weren't Dobby. I anyway. I I... <laughs> <laughs> Probably Hagrid. <laughs> oh yes, the Hagrid. Jesus, there we go. Perfect. <laughs> uh, but um, I'm probably the least looking person from Magic Man that um could pull off a Harry Potter costume. <laughs> so the tattoos, the beard, the long hair. But um, <laughs> that would that that's how. What it, what it, is, is there eight movies? You're in Harry Potter nine, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's mad. So yeah, so you've you've got your personality. What's been, you know, off the top of your head, a story that stands out that where you're like, holy shit, that was a bit of an epic night when it comes to working for Magic Men. Probably, probably some of the tours. Like, um, so I've 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 been lucky enough to. I think I've so besides WA, I've actually performed in every, every state in, and territory in Australia. So I've done like um, Darwin a few times. We've been like his places in Queensland. Um, We've been like a few lot of rural places in New South Wales, a lot of like (laughs) so many rural places in Victoria, which I'm sure you've been, you've been to as well. Um, Tasmania was probably one of the, one of the wildest, like the wildest tours, um, like Adelaide. Um, Oh, man, yeah, it's it's definitely some of these 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 tours. Um, probably the more kind of country the place is, the more wild wild they are. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head because I swear when so much happens that you just it's, it blurs. It doesn't feel like a, it doesn't feel like a shock anymore. You just like you you, you said it all. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> so when you say when you say wild, can you give us a description of what your your understanding of as wild is now that you work for Magic Man? Because I'm sure people will be listening to this and they they will consider wild in one way, but I I want to hear Jay's version of wild. 
Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> I, I, look, I've I done a few shows. So, obviously, we kind of um, each of our routines kind of go from like between 10 to 15 minutes. Um, I literally did one show. <laughs> one show. Um, <laughs> I, I reckon. Um, I reckon I was probably about five minutes. So probably the first kind of like I have an intro where you're all like kind of dressed up in your in your, in your costume, whatever that is. Um, I think this one was a it was a, a cop. Um, and maybe about the seventh, you slowly kind of per song, you kind of take off a few items of clothing. Um, and then maybe the last two three minutes, you are probably you have maybe underwear on or yeah or just a towel. You pretty much pretty much butt naked. I think I got to like maybe the the second song and I had like three girls on me just ripped my clothes off. So I was just like, all right, <laughs> just ripped everything off. Holy fuck. And I, 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 I was almost like, man, I, I think I need a security guard to like, to get out alive. Like they, um, <laughs> Holy it, man. it, um, <laughs> it almost is like, um, like a feeding frenzy at the zoo and where, where the meat, like where the, <laughs> where the feed. <laughs> yeah. Like all I've, that's what I've definitely seen just at the, the shows and whatnot. Like, you know, it, when they get, when ladies get together, and yeah. they, they, they go, they go that love mentality, isn't it? <laughs> oh, they get primal. They get primal. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you <laughs> compare this to what, what you would get at a, a girl's strip club. If, if the guys were to do what the girls do to the fellas, absolutely, absolutely. Exactly. But I feel like, you know, we're big, nah, we're big, big enough and ugly enough to look after ourselves mo- mo- most of the time. So yeah. uh, I, I think, um, like I don't mind as long as people are respectful and all that. Like I think I've only maybe one or two times I've I've kind of been a bit like stern to someone. I think once this lady she kind of like scratched me on my back like jawed a bit of blood and I I did like I was just like lady like please please do not do that to me ever again. Like yeah. that's um like that that, that scars your body. Do you know what I mean? Like it's I'm all I'm more I'm more for like a funny games or that. But 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 things like that is a bit too far. But. 99.9% of the time, like everyone's real respectful. We're, we're there to put like on, on a good show, put a smile on everyone's faces um, and, 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 and leave. So, yeah. um, but, but you guys, you guys probably do more of the hard work as well. Like, cause you're the waiters, you're the ones you have to kind of, I know um, <laughs> a lot of times we kind of do the show, we kind of like rev them all up. And then you are the guys, the ones that have to like, we're there for maybe 20 minutes um you guys are there for two hours three hours type thing so <laughs> yeah it is taxing it for sure like um uh, carlos has me now coordinating which i'm i'm kind of delighted about because it's right up my alleyway anyway so you know putting putting things together and making sure everything's running smoothly so i can kind of take a little bit of a step back but now i'm watching everything from a bir- bird's eye view i'm like jesus i used to do that and yeah you're <laughs> right you're right you guys come on you rev the girls up and then, they, then all that's left on the floor is like five or six lads, 300 girls. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> it is nuts. Oh, yeah. Um, no, I should definitely, I don't know. Have you, have you been on any of the tours or? Just to the just out here in Altona and stuff like that. But, okay. um, yeah. No, when, I, I'm sure you get on one of the, like the interstate um, tours, but man, they're, they're, they're another level as well. Really? Like, because I know we only, we only go there like um, maybe each place like once, twice a year and, yeah, it's uh, it's another level how 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 crazy is and and that's like one of the nights as well. Um, like in 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 wedding season where like we're on such a tight schedule as well. Like so yeah. many times I'm like, man, I'd love to just kind of kick back, have a drink, have a bit of a laugh with the guys. But it's just like you do your show, take a few photos, like quick quick chat, and it's like I'm gonna race, I'm gonna race this next one, which I'm probably already gonna be late to. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. um, when when you're on like the tours, it's kind of like, look, you're here for the night. It's it's a bit more. Um, 
yeah, you got a bit more time. You're not, you're not, you're not, not as rushed. Um, yeah. well, you're not really rushed at all. You kind of like, as long you, you're there for what four hours or whatever, for the, however long the show is, and your time is for 15 minutes to do a stage show. The rest of the time you're just there helping out the other guys, having a laugh, um, mingling and. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, you boys that are like, um, like you'll be doing private strips and the stage show. Like, I see it. I, I seen it from the start anyway. Like, you'd be in suitcase with you, get into the changing room. You're like, you've got 35 seconds to be ready, <laughs> and like, and then you're, it's on the stage. You have to bring girls up on the stage. Most of these girls are demented drunk, and you're dealing with that as well. Then finish off your show, get your shit together. Hopefully, you haven't lost an item of clothes, and then whoop, yeah. out the door again. It is ridiculous. And like you're all over, like if you're working on a Saturday, as you said, you could be working from 12 o'clock in the day, you're probably driving all over Victoria. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd, um, yeah, even just little things like you always just kind of pack your like pack spares, like handcuffs. I probably, I go buy maybe a 10 pack and I just leave that in my car, like my suitcase, like torches, um, all those kind of little extra things. Like I've probably got two or three cop vests just in case something happens to one. But, um, yeah, it, it is a lot of driving. Um, I think. There's, there's, there's a, a, I think one of my, I had my one of my busiest weekends maybe about three weeks ago. I, um, it's obviously like I kind of work during the week as well. Um, Friday night, I think I had a job in Mornington, which is maybe about an hour, hour and a half. Um, the Saturday, I had a job in the city during the day. I had two jobs in Bendigo, which is probably about like a two hour drive. I had two jobs in Utuka, which is probably another hour like north that. And the time you like, it's a three hour drive back. Then I think I had a job on the sun, uh, uh, Sunday as well, <laughs> which was it, which is in the city. And, I, I after that, like I just kind of got home. I'm just like, I'm I, I'm exhausted. Like it's um, <laughs> um, like because it is a bit of an adrenaline dump as well. Like you kind of um, it's just kind of um, it's it's basically like playing a sport. Like it's um, like competing in an event. It's kind of like you kind of prep prep during the week. You do everything. Um, you've only got one shot. Like to, to, to like per, per 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 show. Like um, like they're paying good money to to see you perform. You want to put on like the best performance you can. And you've got maybe like a minute, two minutes, psych yourself up. I mean, it's just like you're going full, full blast for that 15 minutes, um, getting, getting photos, um, like having a bit, like a bit of small talk, at, like pick up the bride um, or the birthday girl. And then you're kind of like, all right, th- thanks, ladies. And it's like, I've got to get to this next one, like really, really quick. And um, yeah, just kind of like it's, it, it's, it's, it's an awesome, awesome, awesome experience. But um, yeah, it, it is. It's not just all um, like kind of parties, like funny no. games. It is. It is a lot of kind of like um, yeah, like rush, 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 planning and. It's um, taxing. Yeah. It's taxing. Like yeah. um, I love the way you described it. There, it is like because I I was trying to kind of uh, equal it to something because you know at the end on a Saturday night when I do finally get home. Oh, I'm fucking wrecked, and you know the mm. next day, like, I, like I can feel it. I might, ha- I might have had one drink the entire night, but I wake up the next day and I'm like, oh, I feel like I was out partying the entire night. But it is mm. exactly that. It's like you're training for a boxing fight, or you're you're after playing a quarter um, of AFL or something like that. It's just you, you're spent. You're spent after because it is such an adrenaline rush. And I'll never forget the night I done my trial uh, at Magic Men. Like I was thrown in the deep end. You know, you're you're waitering there. There's all these girls. You're there for two and a half hours. When I left, 
Like I was wired. I was charged <laughs> up and wired. I had like I was in my van. I was driving. I had to stop the van at a filling station and pull over and just gather myself because I feel like I'd <laughs> snorted like 20 lines of cocaine, had all the MDMA. And I was just like, I can't even concentrate right now. Like that was yeah. That was nuts. And it took me, it yeah. took me a while. My heart rate was up because I wear this whoop strap that kind of tracks what <laughs> I'm doing. And I swear to God, on a on a typical night, it's like you've done like 40 minutes of a CrossFit session. Then it'll be like it'll stop. And it's like you've done it at 45 minutes of a run session. I'm like, that was all magic men. <laughs> it's nuts. It's nuts. But yeah, yeah the way you describe it's it's prepping all week and recovering from your previous weekend to get ready for your event or your what your sporting event that next weekend. There's the nerves. Because yeah. I, I feel it. I'm anxious some nights when I go in because I, I know you have to perform in a certain way. I'm not performing mm-hmm. on stage, but um, you've got to perform. You've got to create that fantasy. Girls mm-hmm. are paying money to come along to see, um, as, as Carlos called it, a male review show. I, I don't know where the review comes from. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's a natural way I'm, I'm calling it, but male strip show. So it, we're if if me and UJ were to uh, pay for tickets to go to a concert, and the guys that were playing in the band came out and they just kind of half-arsed it, would you be happy? No, of course not. Yeah, exactly. So when girls pay for the show that they come along to for us, we have to perform. Mm-hmm. That and that performance starts from the moment they queue up on the way in, all the meeting all the waiters, being taken into the into the club, and then the shows happen. And from what I seen, and from the, when I started there, everyone gives it one hundred and twenty percent. Yeah, what can we need? We need recovery sessions from that. That's what I, <laughs> that's what I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I, I'm probably yeah. I definitely like the Sundays. Yeah, like I, I I try and train on Sundays as well. Um, like I'm I'm not I go out maybe every now and then, but I'm not really a big kind of party party person as well. Like you know when you, you got so much on, like you just you just don't have time to, to to party, and your recovery is is so crucial. But the Sunday, like I'm 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 pretty like I'm pretty wrecked. In the days I do have a busy Sunday, I mean I, I like that Monday Tuesday at work, I'm I'm a bit a bit of a zombie. Like it's a bit of a struggle, like kind of pushing push pushing through, but. But like in saying that, man, it's, it's probably the best, like, oh, hands down, it's the, it's the best job I've ever had. Like, um, yeah, yeah. like I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it for, for the world. And obviously kind of being a bit older as well, like I, I want to do this as long as I can, but I know, I know I can't be doing this forever. Do you know what I mean? So I definitely appreciate it a lot more. And even, even after like the two years at Melbourne's Hub with all these lockdowns, I've kind of been a, a bit of soul searching, a bit of um, mm. kind of self-reflection. And I've been like, do I really want to do, keep doing this? And I was like, oh, like, I think the last one I was kind of like, um, I'll see how I go the first couple of weeks. Like I, I'm, and I, I did my first job or whatever. And I was like, man, I was like, I can't get, I love this man. I like, yeah. this is so much fun. Like, this is, this is, this is awesome, man. Like I love putting a smile on people's faces. I love, like, it's got a good, got, we have such like an awesome, like bunch of guys as well. And um, it's, it's, I wouldn't say like a, like family, but like, it's kind of like, it's a good group of mates as well. Like where um, every, everyone kind of gets along as well. So um, plus the, the money is pretty good as well so okay good I'm glad you brought that up I'm glad you brought that up so as a stripper as you like you've like you are doing shows you're very popular you know you're you're you're, you're one of the main lads what could you typically earn on a busy weekend so that weekend you said you had there a couple of weeks ago was, you said it was one of your busiest weekend what did you walk away with um uh, on a Monday morning with after that weekend um so I'm probably not like as busy as we like there's a few of the guys that are a bit a, a bit busier. Um, 
but I'd say like a really good weekend, man. I'd be if I walked away like fifteen hundred to two grand. I'd be that would that would be a really good that would be a really good weekend, which is yeah. it's actually more than I make after like and probably, yeah. I don't say anything about ATO, but um, <laughs> no, 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 no. But, um, <laughs> Hopefully, no one from the ATO is listening to this. <laughs> nah, nah. You, you, but it, obviously, it's not always consistent. Like I know go through stages like um especially like these last six weeks have probably been the busiest six weeks um i've ever, like ever had and um done a few other like i feel like kind of modeling things as well and a lot of that, a lot of that work I, I probably wouldn't have gotten if i well I, I know i wouldn't have gotten if i didn't start magic man i didn't kind of get my portfolio and stuff out there so it's not just the stuff you do for magic man it's kind of the thing that's kind of helped me kind of build my own brand and that's kind of led on to other to other work as well so yeah yeah, it's good. And, and and this is something that, as you mentioned earlier on in this podcast, that me and your, myself and yourself were chatting at the bar at Love Machine before the show started. And you are looking like it seems like your personality is very much uh, you're, you're a giver. You know, you 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 enjoy seeing people be happy. And that's kind of a hard thing to get when you're in the construction industry. It's like, you know, that it's it's as you described it, it's yeah, sometimes you have to. Uh, undercut people and be fucking an asshole to people where that just doesn't fit into your personality I think you yeah. Know? yeah definitely so you have started like you recently um, got into teeth whitening which is seems to be like another element of things so you you are slowly making your transition away from the construction industry like maybe you want to talk about the teeth whitening but how, what else have you what what's What's on, on in in your future? Do you see for you ideally? Let's put it that way. What's yeah, ideally? In your um, so I, I suppose like I kind of just um, even kind of thinking back to who I am as a person and all that. Like I remember kind of starting off in school and all that, and like I was always a fairly fairly smart person. Um, but I know what would make me my ha- my happiest is I would always love being a class clown. Like I'd always just kind of joking around, like doing something funny, like kind of pranking a teacher or something. And I know I'd always I'd always kind of get off on that, um, like kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of making other people laugh, kind of making people, people like, put, <laughs> like put it, putting a smile on people's faces. And yeah. um, the other thing is, like, I, I was always, like, when I was younger, I think every kid thinks they're going to be a sports star or something as well. But I, I thought I was going to make it in, um, in, in sports, so I kind of had that kind of competitive, competitive, uh, competitiveness as well. Mm. Um, so I've kind of, I suppose maybe when you kind of get older, you kind of get lost in that, in that, in that sense. And you kind of go, Oh, I've got, I've got to be all serious. I've got to get a job. I've got to do what society tells me to do. I've got to get a high paying job. I've got to, um, I've got to study. I've got to, yeah, I, I, I can't have fun in that sense. Like, um, and maybe in the last like, kind of couple of years, I've kind of been like, like no, I mean, I've, I've like, I've read, I've read thousands of books. Well, not thousands. I've read a lot of, I've read a lot of books. I listen to a lot of podcasts. And I kind of like like a like a switch just flipped. I was just like, you know what? Maybe I don't I don't have to do this stuff. Like it's um, I just got to live the life that I want to live, and 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 um, to the values that, that make me happy. So um, I know money isn't always important. Like it it, it definitely helps, but yeah. I've kind of put some money into like investments and stuff like that. There's not there's there's more than one. Like there's not just I used to always think the only way to make money was is working, but if you invest um like i know you, you make some like, good, good uh, business deals and all that you can get like that's, that's that's other ways of making money so um i've kind of just built a few side hustles so i remember i was talking to you i was like i, I when i when i make um i can make more money doing side hustles than i do in my construction job i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna quit um 
which I'm getting pretty close to. Um, but I just haven't. Um, yeah. Okay. The, the ducks have no. The ducks have no lines yet. Okay, <laughs> well, we're close. And, and do you want to talk about these side hustles? What are what? I'm going to be nosy. Like, if you don't want to, that's okay. But um, yeah. So like I, I like I said, I I have just started the teeth whitening. It, it was actually something I was I was looking to kind of start more more early next year. Um, I think I kind of the power of social media. Like I kind of put up put up a, a post. Um, like I just kind of finished all my training. Uh, I was kind of keeping it on the on the low. Um, and I had a few people kind of like messaged me like people I, I, I'd known um, I think Sean actually came in and I was like oh look I may as well I may as well get a few people in I think you're coming in next, yes, next Saturday I am um, if you work caught out with me <laughs> <laughs> um, was it called so I was like look whatever, whatever I can do um, whatever I can do this year I'll do it and then just kind of launch it launch into next year so but um, I'm actually from next Saturday I'm taking um, taking three weeks off um, so, so I'm just going to do a bit of travelling and Probably just really just kind of clear my mind, and because um, obviously you know when 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 things are so busy, you don't really have that time to kind of digest, self reflect, um, and kind of process everything. So I've got a bit of soul searching to do, and um, to figure out exactly how far I want to take like take things next year. So um, yeah, it's, it is an ex- it is an exciting time. Like um, I know when I was when I was younger, I thought oh. When I hit my thirties, it's gonna be like it's a bit, it's kind of like, it's gonna be downhill. Do you know what I mean? It's like the twenties are your peak, but man, I think that's the complete opposite. Like I'm, I feel more younger, more excited, more driven, uh, more happy, more more like the person I am now than what I what I what I've ever been. So I'm um yeah, I know twenty twenty two is gonna be a really good year, and um yeah, I just know whatever why I'm going to take it. I'm going to, I'm going to give it my all. So yeah. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I like, I like your outlook. I, and I, I kind of want to like, cause we'll, we'll wrap her up now pretty shortly, but you know, what, what would you put down your, like this attitude that you have to the world? Like you've this very positive outlook, you're generous in, in your personality. You want to give back. What would you put that down to? Um, Oh, probably a few things like I, I definitely like from my from, from my parents like I have I have probably the best parents in the world like they're they're amazing they're so kind and giving like they're 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 like a bit of like a yin and yang like as my, my mom would be like a really affectionate person like would be like I love you be like what do you want whereas um my dad the same way obviously like he felt the same way but he, he'd kind of show it like in, in in a different way um so he'd kind of he'd more like kind of plant a seed for you to figure out something to, to, for you to do it yourself yeah. um but it, like i know they would always they're always like um like happiness is it's not materialistic like it's you're only happy if the people around you are happy as well so mm, um very good and and i suppose like a few hard times in my life as well like i've just um you kind of look back to where like a, like i said that before I moved to Melbourne was about five, five years ago was as, as a pretty down time in my life. And I think at the time you look at it and it's like, that was the worst thing that happened to me. But now I look back, I'm like, that was the best, the best thing that ever happened to me because I really appreciate everything I have now. And it's kind of, I look back and be like, yeah, that, that, that time I thought, I thought the world was over. Like I thought, um, like I had a lot of negative thoughts and all that. And I look back now, I'm like, man, um, how much I've grown and how much I've, continue continue to grow and all that um yeah it just it just, just kind of inspires me it's kind of like whatever happens they go it's not the end of the world like there's always there's there's always something better around the corner and um 
if you can help other people realize that as well, it makes it will make the world a better place. So um, I know I, I think people are majority like 99% of people are, are really good. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't always act like that, but maybe they've had a bad day. Maybe they've had a few bad things happen to them. So if you can um, if you can send a bit of positivity, a bit of love around, maybe that can change that person's day and they can help the next person. So fuck yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, sick, sick. I like people that listen to this like. Did you believe uh, magic men were this deep? <laughs> there's there's more th- there's more than just ripping off clothes than, 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 than you think. It's it there's a lot more. There's way more. But and um, Jay, like uh, Josh, I'll say, uh, Josh, this has been an awesome conversation today. You know, and I hope people get to see uh, the other side of what is the Magic Men show and the personality, the persona, let me say the, pers- the persona that's put out there. This is you. This There was no agenda uh, what we spoke about today. We were just going to have, we'll shoot the shit. And, you know, I've got to know more about you. And it's it's awesome. You've this awesome outlook on the world. Um, you're, you're a very giving person. And yeah, man, it's been an absolute pleasure working with you. And I, I look forward to continue working with you. Yeah, no, definitely, man. Um, I, I, like, I appreciate you getting me on. Um, I was a little bit nervous even this morning. I kind of woke up. I was like, oh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a podcast today. <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, it's been, it's been really good, man. And uh, like, likewise with yourself, like, I, um, I think what you said um, to explain me is, is, is like a mirror image of yourself as well. Like, you're a very giving and positive person. So, yeah, man, it's, um, it's, been, it's been really good chatting. And awesome. Thank you. Thank you for the guys who's listening. Um, I'm guessing a lot of them are probably from Ireland or oh, a fair over, few so. yeah, all over yeah. mostly mostly Australia but there's a portion from Ireland as well so you're going to create a fan base now back at home as well so giddy up <laughs> yeah and yeah all, so before and before we wrap it up can you tell people where they can find you? I'll put it in the show notes so tell people where they can find you on, on Facebook and Instagram and also a mention about your teeth whitening company that you're you're setting up yeah, sweet. So um, I, I don't really use Facebook like overly over that much. Um, like probably it's probably more just kind of messenger for like we have like a magic men group chats and all that through that. So I don't really use Facebook too often, but um, Instagram I'm J A Y underscore L A M eight nine, which is the year I was born. Um, and then my uh, business for is just Smiles by J. So Smiles by J A Y. Um, so I only recently. I, I still got a, I still got a bit of work to do. Like I got to do my web page, um, all that. But I'm sl- slowly slowly building it up. But um, I'm started taking a few clients here and there. Um, but yeah, definitely 2022. I want to hit the ground, get the ground running. So yeah, well, you're an absolute champion. Um, boys and girls, that's been the pod, the Crackpit podcast today. Um, Jay, thanks a million for being on the 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 podcast with me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Giddy up. Yeah. No, awesome. Thank you, brother. It's, thanks for having me, and I'll. No, I'm sure I'll see you tonight anyway. Giddy up. <laughs>